This is the official Bachelor Nation podcast. The this, official. This is the two-on-one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be Bachelor Nation without a little alcohol involved. I'm going. We're going? Going. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. We're rolling okay, again. Back on the horse. Doesn't uh, conk out. Yeah. You know, it, it'll be what it'll be. Are we restarting? You know what? No, you know what? Let's just we're we're restarting. I, I feel like I feel like that's what needs to happen. Did you just say no and then say we are restarting? I did. <laughs> <laughs> so we are restarting. No you are correct. <laughs> yes, we are restarting. We're we're bringing right back to okay. the very beginning. But you know, it's a good because I feel like everything we said could have been whittled down to two minutes anyway, and so I think I think it will be hard to catch right back up to where we left off. That that cut deep, Mike. <laughs> so wait, okay, so we have to reintroduce ourselves again. We have to do the intro. I, I suppose you know what I mean, but it's like <laughs> I mean, does anyone even care? nobody cares? I you know what I hate no it. It's like it feels forced. It just doesn't feel. Of course it's forced. Yeah. Wait a minute. What if, what if we just like had a pre-recording of Okay. You know, the intro. But, but oh no no, but think about this. Like <laughs> who is going to just randomly stumble on Listen, whatever this the is? The first episode <laughs> of last season which we only aired one got like over 200 I I know, but what I'm saying to you is they'll see the name <laughs> of the podcast, so we don't need to say it. And we'll have our names in there. We don't need to see, say those either. But does anyone read it? Really? You know? Yeah, but I, I feel like nobody's like, tell me your names. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this voice I'm listening I need to? to know the name for this voice. <laughs> no. People, they'll just catch as okay. catch can. You know what? I'm, I'm good with that because I don't like the forced... You know, we're your hosts. Yeah. You know, whatever, right? Oh, it sounds like no, Let's dumb, not do right? it. Yeah, no. We're not hosts. We're hosting nothing. Executive decision yeah. made. We're making this I on the it. fly. I love it. Was that you say, do it executive live. decision mm-hmm. was, a, was a movie, Yeah, right? that's right. With uh, Kurt Russell? Yeah. Okay. John. Okay. I thought it John was. Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo was yeah. in that? Steven Seagal, who you mentioned earlier tonight. No, executive decision. Yeah. So Stephen Skull, it, it, it's like this, it's a hostage situation on a plane. And like Stephen Skull is like part of like some like, you know, like rescue team that lands on the plane. It's like, oh, Stephen Skull is here to save the day. And he gets killed in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. I have seen this. That's right. I have seen this. What happened to all, all uh, I guess... You know, times change, and uh, we evolve as society. So maybe like I didn't finish that thought there. I was going to say what happened to all, all those action movies where like planes were getting hijacked, right? Didn't seem like for a time like there was a lot of action movies that were about like hijacking planes. Hijacking was like a really popular movie like genre. I'm going to say for a long time. Yeah, even even like hijacking a car, like in any cop crime movie there'd be like a cop like i'm coming during this car or like you'd be in a car and like someone would just get out of the car right like that's something like 
made me think that that might happen in real life. Not to say that it wouldn't, but like the chances, I feel like are a lot slimmer than uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those classic like kid things because like that's the era we grew up in, like the nineties. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you get on a plane or a train. There's probably a good chance it's going to get hijacked. Or, like, if I'm driving a car, there will probably be a cop who, like, flashes his badge and be like, I'm taking this. The Was it Dimitri Martin? I don't know if it was Dimitri Martin or Dane Cook. I might be getting them mixed up. He had that joke about quicksand. Saying, like, when he was a kid, he thought quicksand was, like, a real problem right. that adults had, yeah. you know? I think that's John Mulaney. Yeah. What is John? Yeah. You're right. It's John Mulaney. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, even better. Oh man. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Right. It's another one of those things where, like, yeah, you just think this is like a real problem that is like you're gonna have to deal with at some point. I hope I don't come across some quicksand. Oh <laughs> uh, man. You know what? I, I just feel relieved we've done away with the intro. That's just a weight off my shoulders. Oh man, I couldn't. I could, yeah. I feel the exact same way. Like, I feel like we just really solved something because, you know, for a while, I always get the little, like, okay, 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 got to get our shit together. Yeah. And, you know, let's stop rambling and start an intro. You know, this could be actually a bad decision because it could just give us more of a excuse to ramble on off topic of whatever we're going to be talking about. I mean, yes, but also no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, and on that note, so I don't even know what we've said at this point, but the point is, is that we, we watched the first episode and we got some thoughts. I, I, you know, I'm very curious to hear your thoughts, especially about the fact that Chris is no longer the host. Okay. Yeah. So I just found that out today. I mean, I knew he wasn't going to be the host. But I didn't know he was going to be done. But I saw the Instagram post of his farewell. Hold that thought. And uh, it's... Hold on. Charlie's crying. You saw Chris's Instagram post. Yeah, it, to be honest, it was a little bittersweet. A little bittersweet because, um, uh, yeah, essentially, you know, obviously we love Chris Harrison and it sucks to, to watch Bachelor without him. Like, you know, Chris is a big reason why we watch the show. And. Uh, what I was saying to you earlier was that, you know, for a lot of guys, they kind of pretend that they don't want to watch the show and they watch it reluctantly. And, you know, Chris gives those guys uh, kind of a, a, a door into Bachelor, you know, because the, the look in his eye says, hey, this whole show is full of shit. 
you know, but it's fun. So join the party, essentially, you know, and we'll wink at each other throughout the show. Right? That's the sense, that's the vibe you get from Chris. And it's like, you know what? You're right. I will sit down through this two-hour episode. <laughs> and, and it is fun. It's, it's delightful. And, the, and that's the sad part about it all. Because it's like, Chris, you're the hero of the show. You're America's dad. Why did you have to come out and say your racist shit? You, you just ruined it. You know, it's just, you just, you ruined it, you know. On the other hand, it's like, uh, yes, I'm sad to see Chris go, but then on the other hand, I'm like, you say some racist shit, uh, you, you, you dug your own grave. Yeah, I, I, I feel the exact same way, in that I feel sad that he's gone, because like, yeah, he was a big part of the show, he's a big part of what I liked about the show, uh, he hit the right kind of note of sincere, but also, like you're talking about, he had that kind of wink behind everything too, right? And, like, yeah. just knew, you know, how to, like, kind of pick the right moments to to kind of poke holes in the whole thing, right? Um, I know. But, you know, he also was, like, deadly serious about, like, the the process, you know, the show, and the, the journey, and all that. But, like, like you say, it, it, I'm... I feel like it was the right decision because, like, the, he, what he said, his whole attitude, and, like, even just yeah. over, like, the course of the show, you know, time's up. You gotta go. Time's up. You know, Chris didn't really come off like he want. I don't know. I shouldn't assume things here, but I just... It didn't come off like Chris was really sorry. Yeah. You know... And at the end of the day, it's like, it almost feels like it's his decision to leave. It's almost, almost feels like it's a pride thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, if he can't be the king of the castle, sort of thing, like, that. I'm not going to have it, right? I don't know. That's, that's just kind of, like, my take on it. I'm not saying that's what's happening, but it definitely, I get that vibe. And it sucks because it's like, you know, it, it sucks because now Chris was a character. Where this whole time we really were just tr- wanting to believe that that's who Chris actually was, the wholesome guy that we looked up to, but you know, this would suggest that you know everyone's human, everyone's like you know not perfect by any means, and you know like celebritizing people and putting them up on a pedestal is, is you know has its pitfalls for sure, but. Like this is kind of egregious to this is this is a, a steep step. <laughs> so it's kinda of like, oh well the cat's out of the bag and <laughs> Yeah. This is what you think and this is how you feel. So you're not the person who I thought you were and that's that's kinda of disappointing. It, I think in the end. It was. And like you say, it's like you know you when you say what he said and his whole attitude, you've you've crossed the Rubicon. Yeah. And he's I mean, I, I, I do not deny that the show is definitely missing a huge chunk. Like, watching the episode felt so weird. I mean, Matt James' season ended really odd. It just didn't... It didn't even felt like it started right anyway. It's just with the whole pandemic and everything like that. And then being the whole Black Bachelor 
it was just kind of there was all this kind of like added pressure and it was weird um but yeah watching tonight's episode or not tonight's episode like the, the first episode of of uh katie's season it's just kind of like this is weird it just feels like like you're you're missing like you're you're walking around naked you know yeah it's like well it's, it's like uh, so they brought in Tasha and uh, 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 Caitlin to kind of host. Yeah. I guess they're going to be <laughs> the de facto host for the season. It's looking like that's what's going to be. What are your thoughts? How did you feel they were, uh, you know, stepping into that role? Um, it has nothing to do with who they are individually as people. It just, I think the whole idea is stupid. <laughs> I, th- I think. I feel like, you know, in TV, you you have to make certain decisions, yes, to make sure that there is equality, that, you know, no one's being put out. But I feel like a lot of the studios are just forcing decisions to, like, cover their minorities. I mean, A, the choice to make the host female, the choice to represent, you know, black and white you know what I mean? Like, like that's just—I don't know. I think that's totally intentional. But I think you can address all those issues in a way better way. You know, you don't just have to like cut things out and you know replace them with whatever uh, the politically correct thing to do is, right? Anyways, I won't go too deep down that road, and but I will say that. I don't think they're any good as hosts. I think I don't think they bring any kind of mentoring or any kind of relationship to give any real advice or it's just like the show's kind of phony as it is and like I'm not here to I'm not gonna like you know shoot it down but just like Tasha and Caitlin just it just they, they might as well not be there. That was my impression. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that was a, a little bit of a no. But you're not wrong in that. Like they, they just didn't really, um, you know, make a strong impression. At least you know, I felt the same kind of way. I would have rather it would just be one of them rather than two. Yeah. And yeah. it would have been it, for, for me either one of them. I think could do a credible job at it. Um, it what Chris brought to the table was just a seriousness to the moment you know a gravitas to the moment you know when it was like you know he'd come in and be like uh yeah uh, uh, you know time for the rose ceremony or there's this is the final rose or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean he just knew how to like make yeah. those moments kind of hit well he just I mean, obviously, those things were his from the start. So, I mean, that's kind of like the whole host position is really based on Chris, right? Like that whole host for Bachelor was really, it's about Chris. So all those little nuances that happen as the host aren't because that's what a host should do. It's because what Chris did. Right, and so yeah, he would say things like that were the same thing every time. And to see, I think it was Caitlin who said, you know, did the classic rose. This is the final rose, 
you know. And I was just like, oh man, this is this is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It feels like like uh, a loss, right? It's like like a death in the family, almost losing Chris. It, it, it really does. And again, like he, it, it's not like we're saying he didn't deserve it because he did. But you know, it's just, you, you <laughs> yeah. just miss what he brought to the franchise. Totally, well, one hundred percent. And there's nothing to say that like Caitlin Bristow and Tasha Adams. Adams or whatever. Yeah. Um, doesn't doesn't say that you know they're shit or anything like that. They're just just not meant to be in that role. And it's not because of whether they're male or female. It's just they're not the right person for the job. Do you know what I mean? Like like the only other person I could think could really get into Chris's shoes there would be Wells. Hmm. Right, and I only I think the only reason why Wells isn't in there is because of the controversy. It's because of you know uh, the politically correct thing to do for for ABC, right? And I think if they replace with a man, I'm sure they would be shot down. I mean, I don't know, but Wells would have the chops to to be kind of fit in that. I mean, he has the radio background, he has um, that personality for like you know. Stoking the fire a little bit, right? Um, where, like, I don't think Caitlin or Tasha have that to any degree, <laughs> you know? Like, there, there, there is that sense that they do bring the kind of like the girlfriends talk, you know? Like, that's something that that exists, but it's not enough on its own, right? Yeah. Well, like you say, like so much of the that role is just tied to Chris. He he made it. He grew into it. It became intertwined with just who he is, and so. Yeah, anyone anyone who steps into that role is just going to stand in that shadow, and you're always going to be compared, at least for the time being. Now, we got a new Bachelor at in Katie. <laughs> what? It, it, I, well, you know what? I'll say that uh, I like this choice. I was interested by this choice uh, because she is not who has typically been chosen. As the next bachelorette, you know, we talked about this. We we touched on this earlier, uh, just in our, our earlier conversation. But we were saying that the, you know, usually it's one of the finalists who gets picked. Somebody who has like a deep connection with the previous previous person. You know, either the bachelor or bachelorette, and uh, you know, and then they get a shot at love. You know, being the spurned kind of lover, and uh, Katie is really just a kind of wild card from that season. Is somebody who was totally different than everybody else in that season. And, you know, just for that, I, I was interested to see how she would be in this season. And at least from the, like, from the start here, I don't know, I, I've got a good feeling about this season because Matt's season was kind of a dumpster fire you know there was a real kind of bad feeling that ran through the whole thing and i have a good feeling about this one that it'll be i don't know different i'm gonna flip the script on this one because i i I don't know if i do like katie thurston as the bachelorette i think she'll do uh like we said in our previous conversation that you know we're not (laughs) We should have saved it for this, but 
I, I, I just think she is. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get into do deep water here, but I do. I just don't. I think she's. If they were going to choose someone as a deep cut in Matt's, you know, um, group of girls, right? Because she wasn't a finalist, and she wasn't one of the early ones. She was just kind of in the middle. I would have chosen my. Per- this is me personally. MJ. Um, <laughs> fuck MJ. Okay. <laughs> what I say. I say it should have been either two two girls. I think first I think taking it from the finalists, I think it should have been Brie. I, I think Matt should have chosen Brie anyways. Um buddy Yeah, that's another story. Uh but then I think Brie should have been the Bachelorette. I think she would have been a perfect Bachelorette. The other one I would say if you're gonna pick deep from the group it should have been um, Abigail. Because I think Abigail got screwed over. And I think through that season, like she just was like robbed of her uh, opportunity to, to build her relationship. You know, there was just so much focus on drama and shit that she totally got like swept under the rug. And uh, she, was, she would have been a great pick for Bachelorette. I think... Abigail seemed like a genuinely nice person and like a genuinely good person. And those people don't always make the best TV. <laughs> for radio. Yeah, for radio. Yeah, exactly. But no, I agree with everything you're saying. It's like, she did. She got the raw deal. And like, I would have liked to have seen her as the Bachelorette too. Uh, but I don't know if, you know... I, it would be as interesting. Do you know what I mean? Because she's like just a genu- seems like a genuinely kind person. I I feel I feel like it could be interesting. Here's the thing, because I think Bachelor has become so. Oh, I don't know. I I think the censorship of Bachelor has really loosened over the years. You know, there was a time back when Bachelor was pretty clean cut for the most part. I mean, there was innuendo, obviously. But, like, the stuff that goes on today, man, like, it's, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, it's, it, it seems like it's more for ratings. And, and, like, I constantly question, like, is this the choice of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, or is this a producer choice? And I really don't want to watch the show where I'm having to guess that. I want to believe that The Bachelor, The Bachelorette is essentially guiding the show for the most part. Unfortunately, we've seen behind the curtain and we know that's not the case. You know, we know, I think what, last season we talked about Reality Steve or whatever, saying how many choices they actually get. And, and you know, that really burst my bubble, right? Because I'm like, oh. But, uh, it, but that's like a thing that you know without knowing it, you know? Because every season always yeah. has these people who... Are obviously have no connection, and they just they're just churning up turmoil in the house, and yet they just kind of keep getting picked week after week, and it's like why why are they still around? It's like you know you know that I, it's like someone is forcing you know, their hands. but but it it I'm always kind of feeling like the producers are using it too much. 
You know, it's fine if you use those gambits. It's fine if you use those tricks. Just balance it out. You know, Matt season was way out. Was was just whack. <laughs> I mean, I know you're gonna have a different dynamic and a different bag of issues when it comes to men and women because you know we there's just so many different like watching a bunch of guys is is a little more funny you know than uh, like I can be okay with laughing at a bunch of men being meatheads than a bunch of women catfighting right because then it gets kind of like that's a little it's kind of mean but watching guys do each other you're just kind of like oh what a one idiot. You know what I mean? Absolutely. There's a... a uh, uh, like you say, watching like just meathead men kind of jockey, you know, to like be the, you know, the, the big man in the house is always just funny on its own because, like, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> that's just a, a that's hilarious thing and you could watch that in any situation where like and it, it has an added layer to usually of uh, these like emotionally disconnected men trying to like open <laughs> up but having no idea how yeah. to do it or pretending that they are emotionally open when yeah. they really aren't <laughs> yeah. like, that's that's the funniest and and I think it's it's funny because it's always that battle between like Okay, we want men who are going to open up. We want contestants or participants or whatever you want to call them. We want them to open up. And the bachelorette is always like saying, just I want you to be real with me. I want you to be yourself. I want to see who you are. Be vulnerable, right? But that's that's what they say. But then everything that they do and they talk about promotes the opposite to say that they want a douchebag essentially they want this bravado stuff you know and even watching katie talk throughout all these guys you know i pick up that she really merits kind of douchiness you know these i don't know i don't know that's my opinion but i feel like the season is gonna be yeah feel like they're really playing off of the whole sex positive vibes yeah it'll be <laughs> this is gonna have a different flavor for sure it'll be interesting to see where it goes the promo obviously was good uh i didn't see an ambulance but i'm sure we'll see one it, so you know circling back the first episode i've talked about this before this is always my least favorite episode of any new season it's just the first episode because it's the least interesting to me because what you're seeing is just like the contestants act like buffoons when it's the man you know and yeah. you just it, it's just get the getting to know you episode it has a function you have to do it and you know the 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 people you know the contestants they have to do something ridiculous because that just makes it interesting to watch, right? But I'm always just like, oh, like let's just let's just power through this. I, I get that too, but like I also I, I think it's fun in a sense that you get to really intentionally judge. Do you know what I mean? We're always judging in, in this show, but like 
you get to do it with like very little information and like the people in the show who show themselves on on day one are like majority of them never end up really being that way there's always like they always change like oh you know what this person uh i thought they were gonna be really douchey but they turn to be nice or vice versa you know what i mean and so well, I think it's fun about the first episode is like I get to watch these guys and I'll be like, hmm. Like there's one guy, Greg, I wrote it down. He just looks like a psychopath. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he looks like – and this is based off of very little information. It's completely judgmental. But I think like you know, he talks about like he's got a big family. Uh, he, you know, he's his nieces and nephews. And he just – to me, I'm like, hmm. No, he seems like a kind of guy who would like – kind of burrow in there and like get manipulative and be kind of psycho you know and like obsessive i created this entire persona <laughs> in my head because it's like i've only seen you know 30 seconds of him on camera when, and it's, i'm just judging basically on the way he looks no i think it's the hair i think that yeah you know yeah 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 agreed because yeah. it's like you can only be so nice when you have hair that takes that kind of maintenance, right? It's like you put a lot of work into that hair. How nice are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, you just have this kind of look about you that I'm like, you, you're, it's like you're trying to pretend to be like the sweet, innocent, nice guy. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not buying it. Yeah. No. It, it, and it, it, yeah, it's all oh, bad. And that's what, that's what this episode is about, is everybody trying to put their persona, their persona kind of forward, right? Of whatever that is. And then it's only, you know, as those walls come down, you see how people actually are. And that's when you actually get to know them. And like you say, it's like all this, you, you forget all, everything about this episode, usually by the halfway point. It doesn't even matter, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So we always see... You know, you always get primed before the limo rolls up. They'll always pick a handful of guys and they'll show them in their hometown with like the people around them, and they'll do like little, you know, vignettes of you know right. who they're going to be and everything. And yeah, the 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 family guy, the psychopath, as you say, was uh, <laughs> one of those guys. And you see him, yeah. There's like a million, you know, family members. And, you know, he's got the big family and, you know. Yeah, he's got, like, the kid on his feet as he's, like, kicking him up. I'm like, that's the cl- yeah. that's a classic move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you're trying to do. You're, <laughs> you're, you're yeah. trying, to, trying to come off as, like, you're, like, you know, a trustworthy, like, you, your dad material, you know. Yeah, no. Someone, a, a girl who could see a future with. It's a hat you're putting on because, like, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Because it's, like, it's forced. Yeah, it, there was another guy. I don't have his name in front of me. I, I'm terrible with names. But the point is, is that he was like, listen, like, I, I, I'm like a complicated person. Like, I, I know pi to 30 decimals. And I listen to hip hop. Who is this? I can't remember his name, but he was just like, you know, he's playing the harmonica. He's like, yeah, I love music. And like, I'll fill every moment with music. And oh, I don't even remember this. Yeah, he was... I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about the harmonica. I, I, I don't even know if I'm ready to get into that. <laughs> no, no, we don't have time. <laughs> we, don't have time. We, we just, you know we're going to digress. We already do. Okay. 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 Let's get in, let's get into like some of these guys. Let's, let's. Yeah. Let's well, do. no, I, you know what? I'm getting into this because I want to talk about the harmonica now. Okay. Talk about the harmonica. 
I don't even know what guy you're talking about. I, he was the, I think he was the guy in the back of the truck in the ball pit. I, I can't remember his name. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah. Uh, Trey. Trey, yeah. Trey seems like a nice guy. I think that's, that's him. I just... I don't remember him having a harmonica. He had a harmonica. And... I remember him ha- being, like, about family. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I was... I was watching this episode as I was trying to get ready for tonight. And so I think it was Trey, but I can't, I wouldn't swear my life on it. But the person I'm talking okay. about had a harmonica. They're talking about knowing pi to 30 decimals and listening to hip hop and like, you know, just like a couple of other things that were like, you know, would seem incongruent with like, uh, you know, interests, right? And, uh, <laughs> A couple things bug me about that. Number one, what value is there in knowing pi to any decimal? Yeah, I mean the fact that you're gonna say you know, you you know, I would prefer you just be like, I know math. But even that, I'm good at math. (laughs) Would you respect? I'm good at math. I'm like, okay, I'm good at math, and I like hip hop. Those are two things I know about you now. You know, like, I don't be like, I don't want you to imply that you're good at math. Just tell me. I'd rather you tell me straight up about yourself than don't, don't beat around the bush. Don't tell me, like, uh, yeah, you know, well, I trade stuff. This is, what, this is what bugs me is, like, the idea that you would know math and <laughs> listen to hip-hop. Because that's implying that hip-hop is stupid and, like, you have to be dumb. To like hip hop, or hip hop yeah, is like a, a dumb genre of music. When that's it's like many people like listen to hip hop. <laughs> yeah, and like if you know anything about hip hop, hip hop is like really complex, and like it really, the more you know about it, the more rewarding it is to listen because it's it's a genre of music that's really self-referential in like the beats that it pulls, but also the the lyrics and how it will. You know, songs will reference other songs or important songs. You know, it's it's something that yeah, just the layers of the there's layers. Coming. It's 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 it's. I mean, you and I both listen to dissect, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I mean, come on, they're just there's just there's so much. There's so, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of simple hip hop out there. Just like there's a lot of simple music out yeah. there. Any genre. Oh yeah. Right, but what what hip-hop itself is what has been birthed in. I mean, you can go all the way back to jazz. Okay, you know what? No, I can't I'm just gonna... I don't wanna... I don't wanna... I know. This is a bad, I know. Bad, I know. Bad I know. two-on-one podcast. I know, I know. I just... I hate that implication. I hate the implication that hip-hop is dumb and that, like, you have to be a dumb person to like hip-hop because that's... Like we said, we know that's not the case. And number two, what other instrument can you pull out of your pocket and play that's socially acceptable? I would say hip... The, the harmonica... Nobody yeah. actually plays it, but like, can you imagine if you played like a, if you were just hanging out and be like, oh, you know what, I feel like playing some music, and you just pull the flute out of your pocket yeah. and just start playing it, right? People are like, what the hell are you doing? I That's mean, totally insane. I'd be, I'd be, what would be more endearing? Or what would be more, uh, what would you prefer more for someone to pull out and play a harmonica or someone to play a flute? I would, I, I'm glad you asked that what question. Would you choose? Yeah. I would, like, 100% prefer 
Neither. The second I saw somebody pull one of them, no, no, you can't answer that. No, no, this is that's not the question. I know it's not the question, (laughs) but there's a bigger truth behind this. (laughs) They're not desirable options. No, neither of them are desirable. Nobody wants someone to pull out pull out a harmonica and just start fiddling around with it. It's like unless unless you're the blues traveler guy. And they're like a, a harmonica virtuoso. Okay, but, but no this one is, wants this is to my, play. Yeah. <laughs> this is my question. If you are the harmonica virtuoso yeah. and you're the flute master, yeah. that's why I want to. You're going to play both these instruments at their best. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want to hear? I want to hear the flute. Give me, that's give me that right. flute. <laughs> that is right. I knew the answer before I was just trying to get out. The flute's a better option. Yeah. Oh, man. Flute. Oh, it's just, it's light, it's airy. <laughs> It's majestic. Mm. It just it yeah. it, it, it can uh, uh, hit so many different <laughs> emotions. It's more versatile. It's more versatile. Yeah. Instrument. Instrument. Yeah. Okay. All right. Did you see the Dwayne Wade look like? Yes. D Wade was in the party. I saw. I saw D Wade. I saw D Wade. You know. I feel like there's a few lookalikes. In this crowd. There's a few. There are a few. Because there's also a guy in the house who looks exactly like a smaller Colton. Ooh. Is it the baseball player? No. It's the guy who like, okay, you know how like that Aaron guy pulled that other guy aside and was like, listen, I don't like you. I don't like you. (laughs) Yeah. He said something interesting. He said, I've never liked you. <laughs> no. And that made me think, I, like, do you guys know each other before this? I, like, that, was, that was insane. It, just it seemed to have come out of nowhere. Like, and yeah, like, I've never liked you. It's like, well, you've known him 10 minutes. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Um, but no, the guy he was talking to, he looks like... Oh, that yeah, guy. Yeah, he... Oh, yeah, I could see Colton. Right, he looks guy. like a small Colton in the way that, like... He's got the curly head yeah. with, uh, with the small eyes. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Curly-headed fuck. What movie is that from? Uh, Step Brothers. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. yeah a lot of, lot of lookalikes. There's, there's uh, a guy... I don't know if this is a fair one. It's just the first thing that came to my mind. I thought Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> I think... I feel like you can do better than that. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. That was, a, that was, that was just like, that was a cheap one. I don't even, I don't even want to... That's like, that's that's, like the that's first pass. <laughs> yeah, cut that one out. The other one that, like, okay, Mike and I were talking about... This guy who I can't plate my finger on, but like the the guy, his name's Christian. He wore the stupid green velvet jacket, which just anyone wearing green velvet, anyone wearing velvet, just cut it out, okay? Just cut it out. Like it's not gonna it's, happen. It's it's done. It's done. Um, yeah, that guy reminds me of this actor who I cannot place, um, but he kind of looks like Jason Siegel and. Craig Kilborn. I'm dropping Craig Kilborn, but like no one's gonna know who Craig Kilborn is, anyways. But he's a mix between those two guys, and and he just I can't place him. Mike and I are still we're stumped, we're stumped. But we're gonna figure it out. And 
we'll, I'll bring it back. When I figure it out, I'm going to next episode. Or whenever I figure it out, I'm just going to bring it and call it back. But anyways, there are more lookalikes. Which ones did you see? Uh, it, there was another one that... Uh, I'm so terrible with names. I should, write, I should be writing down these names as I see them. But uh, yeah, there was another guy in the house who... Well, you know what? And, and, and uh, I see in your notes here, you even have it, that uh, he looked like Sean Hayes. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He totally does, doesn't he? 100%. 100%. For people who don't know, who don't recognize Sean Hayes' name, he's he's in Willing Grace. Not that I watched Willing Grace, because I don't think I ever watched a, an episode. But we all know the characters in there, I think. I don't know how, but he's he's the gay guy in Willing Grace. Is he in anything else? I think that's that's probably what most people would know him for. But he's in, you know, yeah. he does that podcast too. Yeah, with uh, Bateman and uh, Will Arnett. Yeah. Smartless. Smartless, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I listened to a handful of episodes. They're, they're decent. Yeah, it's good. I haven't gone back yet, though. Um, yeah. Okay. And there's, like, obviously some notable people in there. I want to say that uh, the Toronto guy. Anytime a Canadian contestant comes on, it's 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 a miss. There hasn't been one Canadian yet who has um, been a respectable presence in Bachelor Nation. I feel like and don't say Caitlin Bristow. Well, I, I feel like they've done a better job <laughs> of casting women from Canada than men. The men that they cast from Canada usually are the worst. And I see from the promos that they're bringing Blake back. He shows back up again. Oh, no. he's from uh, Hamilton, yeah. which is not far from Toronto. It's like two mm-hmm. hours. And, uh, yeah, I just... It, we're not getting a good rap over here. Uh-uh. No. I, no. It, it, so, again, you know, circling back to the... The limo. Mm. The shtick. Lot of yeah. lot of misses. I'm gonna say a lot of misses from this. In you know, some of the ones that stuck out to me the most were the uh uh <laughs> okay. Yeah, the R V, obviously, the filthy R V, um the cat suit, the box um yeah the box guy yeah the, oh man what was the other one um i will say the one i liked though was mike so mike was i don't know what he is it's like a business owner but his whole thing is like he walked up and he's like this is a family heirloom this watch has been in the family for 200 years and i want you to have it oh i thought that was so stupid but then he was like that's a joke. This is from the airport. I'm not a creep. I thought he... The timing of that joke... Like, I thought that joke could have been okay, but he ruined the timing of it. Like, he just rushed it. He was like, uh, this is a family early minute, and uh, it's been in my phone. Ah, oh, just joking. <laughs> it's, it's a joke. You know, you're like, oh, give it a second. You know? Let her respond, at least. And then be like, nah. <laughs> 
you know? Yeah, no, he, he didn't let it breathe. That's true. <laughs> he didn't let it breathe. <laughs> Gotta aerate that shit. Um, there was, I mean, yeah. Oh, there's a guy there who kind of looked like Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Christensen. Right? Did you see it? No, but now that you say it, is it the baseball guy? I know I already asked about him. Yeah, I think that's who it was. The Christian baseball guy. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think that's the only one I can really think of. I mean, it could be the green jacket guy. For Green jacket. Gold jacket. (laughs) For Aaron, who's like, has like a a really weird energy about everything. One of the first things he said to Katie was, I have, people, no, people tell me I have a nice smile. <laughs> Which, like, doesn't seem like a weird thing to say, but when you think about it, it's like, well, who would say that? You know, can you, can you, the villain. yeah, can you picture yourself saying that to somebody? Like, the villain. Yeah. You know who could, who would say that? Every one of those guys. <laughs> Someone who says, "My name's Courtney with a Q." That's who it's Courtney say with with a Q. <laughs> that's that's my guy. I love Courtney. I kind of like, like Courtney, Courtney with, a with a Q. He like just aside the name aside, he's he's kind of he's got something. He he seems a little smart. Not 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 like smart in in like you know like arrogant or anything like that. But like he he seems kind of like you know. I don't know. We'll see with that one. But Courtney with a Q, I just constantly want to say Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Tell me your thoughts about the cat, the cat costume guy. Okay. I was going to talk about this with, along with the box thing, because it's like, there was a point in the show where it was near the end and they just kept saying like, Man, like I don't have a thing like that other person did. And what a commitment! And she's really got to see that we committed to this stuff, and that that's going to show how serious we are. And I was like, wait, this is that's kind of backwards, right? Because like typically the people who come in with the shtick are just being clowns, just to like peacocking, like get attention. Like it just it just seems so. It's just buffoonery. But they're actually talking about it in diary as if it's something desirable. Like, you know, oh, I wish I had the courage like he did. Or, you know, like he really committed to that. So she has to know. And I knew it was serious because Katie herself said something. I can't remember exactly what she said. But she said something like supporting the sacrifice or supporting like... The commitment and like the scene with the cat guy was so cringe. I'm like, there's no way this is real. There's no way this is real. Like, I don't buy it. I don't buy what she's putting down. Things a crock of shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know. So much of that stuff is ridiculous. And, you know, it's fine to be like, oh, haha, very funny. You know, that's a good laugh. But, like, to play it up any more than that, I, I don't know. It, it, there's like you say a real aspect of it it just feels like you know you're just you're just playing the fool because you mentioned this last year of like i don't know it's just like the producers are just egging these these people on to just do it it's like yeah you got it she'll love it 
She'll love yeah. if you sit in a box all night. You gotta. You I, know? I I swear to God, they they when they bring them to the studio lot or whatever, they they show them this large warehouse or this large field or whatever, and it's got all the toys. It's got all the costumes. <laughs> it's got yeah. the cars. Yeah. Boxes, ornaments, whatever. And it's like... <laughs> right. Like when you go to the, a wedding and they have like the goofy yeah. like, you know, hats yeah. and glasses. Yeah, right? but that on steroids, yeah. you know, yeah. they're going to be like... And then the producer can be like, you know what? I feel like you're a cat guy. What about the cat? You know? You could use... Yeah, I could see you play... It's like, yeah, I could do the head thing, the... Brush, and then I take the cap off, I could put the, my hair... Fix my hair with my paw... That's a good idea. You should do that one. She'll, she'll love, love that. it. And, and, and she'll know that you're serious. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, this is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I, when I, when I, wa- I saw the cat guy and I saw the, the accent guy. And it made me think about, I was in, oh, the, the guy with the accent. Yeah, I was in, I was in LA and I was at the Nike outlet. And they had a pair of Jordans there that were, they were nice. They were the colors that I like. I like the Jordans that have like the black with the red and the silver. Right. And uh, they were like a nice shoe, but they had a strap going across the shoe, not at the top, but on like the bottom of the shoe, like at, at like like the bottom of the laces. Do you know what I mean? Like going across. Yeah, at the at the toe box. Yeah, yeah. They had, they had a strap yeah. like right around there. I hate that. I hate that just because it, I have wide feet. And it's yeah, and it's just it, it. You don't need a strap there. It looks out of place. But the rest of the shoe was nice, and like I was just mm. humming and hawing. The price is right, and I'm like, ah, oh, do I get these shoes? Do I not? And I was like talking to Kaylee, like my wife, about it. I'm like, Kaylee, like I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I love ninety percent of these shoes, but this strap is bothering me. Like, what do I do? Should I get the shoes? And she's like, well, I don't know if you like him. Just get him. Like, no help at all. And this guy leaned over to me. And he was like, he's like, hey, man, that strap is just like, nah, man. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. That's what I needed to hear. The strap is nah, man. And when I was watching the the accent, when I was watching the cat costume, I was just feeling that. I'm just like, nah, man. Nah. Nah, nah, don't don't do don't it. Don't do you it. Just, you, you, you don't need it. I mean, I always, I would prefer to be kind of like, remember, you know, Shark Girl from one of the Bachelor seasons, and like, uh, she didn't do anything anyways on the show. I think she made it to Paradise, Bibiana, and. You know, she came out as a shark, and she knew it was stupid, but she was being silly for the show because the producers, whatever. Right? But obviously, she got on the show because it's it's almost like if you choose one of these stupid costumes, we're gonna guarantee your spot past the first night, and then after that, it's like, <laughs> right. It's like you know what I yeah. mean. So it's like she gets on the show and then she starts, you know, kind of opening up a little bit and then there's a little bit more for her and then you're like, oh, okay, maybe she's a nice person, right? Uh, 
but, but, but like that's that's as far as that shtick should go, and that's the only reason why you should use that shtick, whatever, right? But now I think these guys are trying to use this to be like, <laughs> to, this is the key as an act. This is it, you know. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. Stop it, box guy. <laughs> and he comes out like. There's no way he was in that box all night. There's just, there's absolutely no way. There's, that's just, a, that's utter bullshit. Because, did you see Thomas when he was talking with her? He was just sweating profusely, <laughs> just, just dripping. Okay, if that guy was in that box in that room, his whole suit would be drenched. No, and did he have a, did he have a chair in there or something? You know. Yeah, I know, because, yeah, is he just sitting, like, in the fetal position the entire time? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The first thing he would have done coming out of the box has been, like, oh, like, my back, right? Like, you know. Yeah, or, like, give me a second, I gotta go take a <laughs> shit. <you> know? <laughs> no, you, no, you're right. I didn't even think of that, and you're 100% right. Like, this is... This is big, and this is important. Where, like, he wasn't yeah. in that box the entire night. You're right, because, like, they make it seem like he was sitting in that box for, like, five hours or something like that. You know? No, you're right. It's just a lie. Okay. It's like he got there, and then it's like, okay, get out of the box, and then we'll put it in the house. Okay, question for yeah. you. First impression, Rose. Mm-hmm. I-, I just like to say, just I'll, I'll, I'll slide this thing in here. Yeah. I feel like it no longer arrives on a fancy plate. I feel like it used to be like a huge deal, like the thing was big. They brought it on this little tiny saucer, yeah. and it was just like you know. But anyways, she gave it to uh, the psycho guy, mm-hmm. Greg. Yeah. What'd you think of that? I mean, I think it was the right move as far as like what we know about everybody in the house and the connections that she made, but. I but I agree in that like I she's not picking Greg. You know what I mean? No, she's, she's not. not. She doesn't give a shit about Greg. <laughs> I feel yeah. I have a theory yeah. that the show is trying to dispel the first impression rose. Yeah, because like they used to be a really important rose, and like that would kind of determine who was going to be in the final three, basically before. There was like this statistic in Bachelor Nation that was never actually shown any real data on, but they would always say that, um, you know, the first, first impression rose person would almost always at least make it to like the final, right? Yeah. And Matt season, who was the, who was the first impression rose? Abigail. Abigail. Canned. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're trying to do this, this is on their this is on like the producers like team meeting, you know it's it's one of the goals yeah. on their <laughs> like let's we gotta get rid of this first impression rose rule, we gotta mix this shit up. Okay, next yeah. two first impression rose seasons like let's just cut it off. Okay, yeah. who's gonna be in the cat costume? Yeah. We gotta convince one of these idiots <laughs> to climb into that. Yeah, give the rose. Give the first impression rose to the cat guy. Like, no, no, no. We can't do that. We can't do that. Okay. Um, there's also a moment where you know I was talking about the the small Colton. You know he looked. He looks like you know how like 
uh, Captain America, like the pre Super Soldier serum, like Steve mm-hmm. Rogers. He yeah. looks like that version of Feeble. Colton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where like he gets out of the limo and like Tasha and uh, 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 Caitlin are talking, and one of them says like, "Oh, like he's so handsome for her." Yeah, for her. <laughs> what is, what do you that. think that means? For her, was it because they're both white, or is it because like? He's actually not handsome. You think Katie's not pretty? Well, I feel like... Do you think that's what Yeah, that is that the implication? Because what does that mean? What does that mean? He's so handsome for her. For her. <laughs> I hope someone calls her up for her. I hope she has to explain herself. Okay, the RV guy. Oh, God. Yeah. It's, obviously, he's a write-off, yeah. right? So, um... Did you find it weird that he called the iced tea Tay? <laughs> there was, yeah, there was a lot. Like the, there was a, there's a lot going there's on there. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot wrong with that guy it, scene. Yeah, he looked like, um, you know, like a, one of the Owen Wilson brothers, but like, yeah. like just the not good one, you know, and like... It, he looked like Stanley Tucci pretending to be a Wilson brother. Right? <laughs> and, like, there's an element of, like, RV life where it's, like, it's, like, romantic. It's, like, oh, yeah, this, this, this is, like, a nomad. And, you know, they're just living on the road. And wherever the wind takes them, that's where they go. And, like, I remember, you know, Dean. Right? That Dean, oh, right? Man. Dean. I love Yeah, Dean. Dean was awesome. Dean lived in an RV and like Dean was like a super cool guy. And it's like, he's got like a real cool like van, you know, it's all kitted out. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. But Dean was like legit, man. Dean, Dean was like for real. He lived. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even, I don't even, I think living in a van is stupid, but like, you know, Dean just kind of a cool guy. So whatever he does, I'm like, all right, you know? Yeah. I can accept I that. I get it. it. You know, it, everything about this guy was like yeah. the, the wrong way to do it. It's like you're driving yeah. on that? You know, I mean, oh, man, I'm, I know I'm just trying to like pull the curtain back here, but do you think he was actually living? Do you think that was even his RV? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> or was it just in the warehouse of props I don't know I don't even know because you're right they juice so much of the stuff like <laughs> I, who knows what is even real or not because it's like that okay, thing okay. is like an antique it's like a thousand years old yeah Breaking Bad yeah the okay so do you do you think uh, no let me pose that question she I feel like she thinks every guy is hot. Yeah. Or a lot of them are hot. Mm -hmm. Do you think she's just like trying to put on, uh, you know, this persona of being sex positive? So she's all like hopped up, you know? Yeah. No, I, it, cause like there wasn't, there was a lot of buckets of yuck. Yeah, I, a, I like even the guy who came into the box. She was like, "That guy's hot," and I'm that like, "That guy is not." That guy looks creepy. 
anyone's it looks like a rodent. Yeah, I know anyone's who's who like hair seems like pasted to their head. It's just never <laughs> that's never a good choice. And like I, I know what you're saying. I I feel like she is kind of playing in the persona of like mm. not even just sex positive, but like being this like positive bachelorette mm. you know what i mean like wh- whatever that kind of means like i, I don't know it, it, it's it's yeah, early, the persona yeah it's early to yeah. to say still but i feel like she was trying to like play into that like yeah i'm gonna be like you know just like really positive about everybody and and there's nothing wrong with that but it just you know i don't know well it's it's not real exactly i still can't get over the yeah. box guy i still can't get over that she said you know commended him for like committing to being in a box it's like, that's not a commitment. That's just stupidity. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, somebody could have rolled up, like, wearing nothing but a diaper. And it's like, wow, what commitment? <laughs> well, it's like, okay, but, like, he's obviously a lunatic. She also said something that I thought was interesting where she was like, listen, good vibes only. Good vibes only tonight. Which, you know, is... Yeah, it, yeah, but that's not Bachelor material. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It's interesting. It's just like, uh, you know, like a safety warning or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like just an, it, it's a phrase that means nothing, but it means nothing because there's so many, there's just, there's so much bad vibes in the whole group of guys. Yeah. Like, that's, well, it's the whole point of the show. Swimming in the bad That's the whole point of the show is just bad vibes. And, you know, we lived through the era. We survived live laugh love yeah like we we made it through you know it's like the the 90s had uh bless this mess <laughs> the 2000s had live laugh love and i feel like we're living now in good lol lol or good vibes only oh yeah 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 right i just they just I can't, maybe it's just night one, but it doesn't seem like there's any good vibes. It doesn't seem like there's any good guys there. I mean, look, look here's, here's an example. Sean Hayes lookalike. Yeah. When he was talking to her, he said his starting point to talk about himself mentioned his dog over his four-year-old son. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, my dog. And then, like, a few moments later, he was like, and I also have that for you, so. <laughs> That's what you should have started with, you know? And, I, and, and, and again, I hate, I hate how they always say this to the Bachelorette or the, or the Vice Versa uh, to the Bachelor, that they always anticipate. They came on the show for the Bachelorette. They're like, when I heard it was you, I had to be on the show. No, you applied... And you got whatever season you were given. <laughs> Whoever the bachelor the bachelor was gonna be was not up to you. You didn't that's not how it works. Yeah, no, I know, because if it was when it was like, oh, Claire's not the bachelorette anymore, now it's Tasha, everyone would have left if that's actually how it was. It'd be like, oh what? I came here for Claire, now it's Tasha. Well, <laughs> I'm out of here. Like this isn't what I signed up for. <laughs> but like everyone stayed except for that one guy. Was like remember Blake? Yeah, Blake came for Claire, and then he came for Tasha. Then you know he switched for Tasha. 
now he's after Katie in the in the promos for the rest of the season. Is he going to be like you know? uncontrollably licking his lips? The yes. entire time. He's going to be he's going to be like like popping an erection at every corner. <laughs> you know? The guy is so jacked up. Guy, guy is jacked up. Why does he have to be from Canada? Come on. Kill Ugh. me. Man. You know, another thing too. Katie thanked everyone for sacrificing their time to quarantine two weeks. It's not a sacrifice. Because they all want to be there. They all want to be on TV. There's a long list of men who are out there on the waiting list to get in here. It's like... No one's sacrificing. This is what they. This is what they plan to do. Yeah. No, I know. It's like they're not like, <laughs> like signing up to like go to like you know some third world country where they're like you know I don't know installing a well and like giving up like a month of their life to do that. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, yeah. they're signing up to go choose to go on a TV show where they get to become some level of famous and like you know. Yeah, just go through the whole kind of circus, right? It's not like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's like, um, there's always it's like the yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I always love the middle of the season where, like, that's where like the cracks start to show and everyone starts to kind of come apart at, under the pressure yeah. of everything. And, like, you know, a lot of people always, like, talk about how hard it is. And it's like, I can't do this anymore. And, you know, we've never been through that. But it's always interesting to, like, be, like that's, that's, I don't know if it sounds bad, but it's like, that's the stuff I'm always interested in. It's like, okay, now this is yeah. hard for you. Like, what's the experience? Yeah. What's camp like? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. And it's always funny, like, who they have on hand. Because, like, you think about Blake, right? Mm-hmm. He comes in late, and it's like, did he quarantine for two weeks? It's kind of like the same thing happened on Matt's season right. with uh, what's her face, yeah. the the nuts girl. What, at the end of the day, this is like a new norm for Bachelor now. Like, when did this happen? Where it's just like, okay, we need like a reoccurring character from a previous season to come in and crash the season so the men could get pissed off. Yeah. You know, I'm just like. <laughs> This is, it's, I see right through you. <laughs> I, I know, I know. And like, yeah, like they get jacked up. I remember they did that with Caitlin's season. They brought Nick in halfway through. Nick, right? that's and right. Like, I think he, yeah, made he the final two. Yeah, that's right. And everyone was pissed off. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I think you're right when you say that Aaron is kind of shaping up to be the villain, at least right now. There's a couple of the guys that could be he's the two. first. He's the villain. first. He's yes. the first. Villain. Yeah, the easy. There's turn. always a couple. Yeah. yeah, he and then they'll they'll probably make a a, a disturbance and they'll kind of go off the show in the first like quarter, right? Mm-hmm. And then they'll be brewing. They'll be like kind of run in the running. Like once the the major drama's over, then you kind of see who's got attitude. Yeah, you know, yeah. the next two people who have beef with each other. That's the two on one. 
Love that. Love those two yeah. ones. Those are always great. <laughs> uh, okay. My last note yep. for this episode. This is something I've been picking out for like the last few seasons. Diamonds Are Forever is the song that they play at the rose ceremony. There's an instrumental music that's happening. And I keep thinking, that's Diamonds Are Forever. Next time there's a rose ceremony, listen to the music that plays. It's Diamonds Are Forever. I, I will, because it, it's like one of those things where unless you're listening for it, you don't even realize that it's playing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was just like, I just caught myself just kind of bobbing my head. And I'm like, what? what? wait a minute, this is... This diamonds are forever. I mean, there's a little, there's some variation in there, but like the core of the song is "Diamonds Are Forever." I swear to God, I I will listen for that. <laughs> I will. Do you like? Do you like "Diamonds for, for, Are From Sierra Leone" or do you like the remix more? Oh man, I haven't listened to either of them in a long time. That's hard to say. I just felt like the remix was just like an extended version. It's different. I know it, it's different. Yeah. It's like the same song melodically, mm-hmm. but it's like just different lyrics, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. I Now tell me about your, your thoughts on the promo. No engagement. They didn't show any engagement at the end of this. And they almost always... You're right. They left out... Two things. They left out two things. They left out the uh, an ambulance, yeah. which I feel. Find me the stats on that. <laughs> when was the last time they didn't show an ambulance in the? Program? I know, I know. It's like baked in. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's a that is a staple bachelor. Item. Yeah, and and they always show someone getting down on one knee or someone looking at a ring. Yeah, the ring being slid like on the hand. Right, a real fancy suit and a dress. Not even, not even. I mean, you saw her on like dates and stuff like yeah. that here and there, but like you didn't. You, there's a special camera take where it's like kind of slowly panning up to an altar or something. Yeah, like that, right? and like you can't see a face. None of that. You, like you say, you'll see the elements. You'll see the kind of setting, and then tears. You know, uh, yeah, right. Like something's gone wrong at the very end. But no, it was it was just didn't even get that far. I was like, hmm. that is interesting. You're right. You're a hundred percent right. Like, because uh, yeah, that's always how they end the teaser is with the engagement yeah. for like the season, and uh, yeah, there's just nothing. It just seems what they really played up was like turmoil. Like I'm out of here. Like I'm done with this. You know <laughs> that? Yeah, and like. Oh, and then we got Blake standing with the stereo above his head. Oh, was it a stereo? It was a stereo. I think right? it was a stereo, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I know. And then, yeah, like, like you see that guy get fucking mashed, like, right in the back. It's like, is he, is, like, is he in a wheelchair now? Like, that was, cr- that's crazy. It's a repeat scene. Yeah. From Becca's season. What? The rug, remember the rugby game? Yeah. Same thing. Same someone got like a bad tackle. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ambulance shows up. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there was like a fight even. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they got yeah. a hand. It's like rugby, football. Like, those are really like the two <laughs> that they'll alternate for because it's like, yeah. you know, then, yeah, they'll get the, like, the guys just like, you know, just all cranked up and trying to hurt each other. And, the, yeah, there always is somebody. I love that. That's like <laughs> my love, favorite episode. I know. I love like in Tasha's season, they did like the boxing ring. That was a great one. That was, but it was like, she stopped it because it I was... I know, like, I was so angry. I know, I know, but you know what? If that was the right... Like, let him fight. That's the right move because it was too blatant. You know what I mean? It was too, like... Was. You know, it needs yeah, to be... Like it, Jerry Springer. Yeah, exactly. It needs to be... It, it needs to be something that's like, oh, this is all just fun and games. And then... And then someone ruins it. Yeah, someone ruins it. Someone takes it too far. Like, that's what it is, right? <laughs> when, like, we all know... That somebody will take it too far, and that's the whole point of it. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know about this season. I I love you know we love Bachelor Nation. It's a fun show. I hope one of these nights, uh, Chelsea and I, can do our classic drinking game. It's tough because it's on a weeknight, <laughs> but. We love the drinking game, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyone talks about, uh, I don't know. Anyone who says, you know, my husband or wife could be in this room, you gotta like drink twice or something <laughs> like that, right? Yeah. Those are my favorites. So are hopefully, one of these nights we can do that. And I think the, I'll get some good notes from that night. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I hope this can be a good season. Do you know when Michelle's season is airing? Is it going to happen like right afterwards, or is she just the next one lined up after The Bachelor, the next Bachelor? I think they're doing. Oh, that's a good question, but I feel like they're doing back to back Bachelorettes. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, and then they're doing Paradise too. Oh right, yeah, because uh, yeah, I saw that Spade is going to be the host or something, right? Really? Yeah, David Spade. Yeah. No. Yes. Interesting. I love Paradise. That's the one show in Bachelor Nation. We've talked about this before in the past, and I think Paradise is the ultimate show in Bachelor Nation. But will it be the same without Chris Harrison? Because Chris Harrison plays a more of a role in Paradise than he does in Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yeah, absolutely. He like you like you say, he's more in, or was more involved and like kind of yeah, it was like a really big part of that show. Um, yeah. I want to do a bonus episode. Okay. Here. We're not going to get into it this episode because I think we should probably wrap up. But I think I want I want to dig into your theory that y- you and I talked about, I don't know, a couple years ago about Chris Harrison being and on um, The Bachelor in Paradise, the Greek gods – that whole kind of analogy. I, I really want to parse it out. <laughs> and and pretend yeah. that Chris Harrison is still there. Yeah. Because that, it's a really funny, really funny uh, analogy. Oh, I, that needs to happen. I think that'll be yeah. a couple hours. Carve out a couple hours for that one. Because, yeah. yeah. The, yeah the bonus episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that, that, we got to do that one. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Okay, this, you know, 
we're gonna try a loose edit on this, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Loose is right. better. Loose. Yeah, man. Just okay. And and I guess we're not doing an intro. Yeah. We're not doing the sign off. No. No. Oh. Yeah, so you just cut this whenever yeah, you need whenever to. Whenever I want. Just chop it straight. Yeah. In the middle of me saying something. Mm-hmm. You know, or just like fade the volume out. Just talk really quietly. Wait, you? you know, not there's too many songs that don't do that anymore. Were you right? fading yourself out there? It sounded. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to put an effect on it. I'll just... <laughs> we'll just we'll just slowly kind of do it each other and just just quieter voices. No, that's, that's good. <laughs> I can't do it now. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. The fade out it doesn't happen anymore. There's no it. I know. It's over. It was like on fire during like the eighties and the nineties. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, like every song because would fade out. you would still find yourself singing at the end of a song because you could still kind of hear the next chorus, the chorus repeating again, yeah. and you just keep singing it. But then your voice would be exposed, and you'd be like, "Oh, I should stop singing because people can hear my real voice." Because the song. <laughs> yeah. Do you know any songs with fade in? <laughs> uh, <it's stupid. laughs> that's what I want to hear now. You start a new trend, Mike. <laughs> just, just, just give a tip to like. Okay, this is gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try starting your song, fading in. Well, what was that? What was the first word he said in that verse? I didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was uh, good stuff. I'll tell you. Right <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. This is good. This is good. We'll have to get our shit figured out a little earlier. I can't believe we're up. I'm up this late now. I mean, I, of course I can. I'm up this late anyways. Can't sleep these days. Anyways, this, uh, we'll keep this in person. <laughs> you better cut No, I'm going to cut it. I'm going to cut it. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I am pressing stop now. Right now.
Two on One is a production of Podwin Studios. It was created by Mike and Derek. It's written by Mike and Derek. The show is produced and edited by Mike and Derek. A special thanks to our wives, Chelsea and Kaylee, who have put up with our rants about a show that they probably regret letting us watch it with them in the first place. We thank them for their patience. If you like us, please subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends. This has been an original Podwin production.